This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Botox Cosmetic. Out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So it was a bit of a uh, shocking game on Boxing Day for Blues as we lost 3-1 to Stoke City. I'm sure Blues fans had a great Christmas besides the football. And I'm joined by a team that actually has improved over the uh, December Christmas period. And I'm joined by Ben from uh, Robins on Tour. How are you doing, Ben? Not too bad. Like you said, I'm a lot better after, you know, the recent results but, uh, for Bristol City. But yeah, I'm looking forward to another game on Friday. You know, football's going thick and fast over the festive period. We love to see. Mm, it sure is. And um, it was a great result for you guys last time out on Boxing Day, a 4-1 win against Watford at Vicarage Road. And it seems to be now that Liam Manning's really sort of starting to get his feet under the table almost, you know, three rings in a row, sort of building up the momentum and that. You're now eighth in the championship. So how would you sort of see the last month and how it's been? Oh, it's been brilliant. It's probably been, I think, you know, you mentioned that result on Boxing Day at Watford. I think that's the best performance we've had in maybe the last four or five years of watching City. So it just shows how much we've improved in such a short period of time under Manning. Um, three unbeaten now. That's the f- uh, yeah three wins out of the last three. I think that's the first time in I think it was like since 2021, 2020, something like that. Um, but for a good season or two, and it obviously just shows how much we've progressed in such a short period of time. Uh, but yeah, it, it's going well at the moment, which is something we haven't really said much of as a Bristol City fan over the past few years. Mm, and it's like when you sort of get that momentum in the championship, it's all of a sudden teams that don't maybe expect anything to happen from the season, all of a sudden thrust into their playoff picture. And I mean, I've been really impressed by Liam Manning so far. He's a young manager, 38 years of age. And I suppose going from sort of an older manager, you know, one of your sort of championship veterans, as you would from like Nigel Pearson to Manning, who's like a sort of younger coach with new ideas. Do you think the transition has really helped the players in terms of sort of, I guess, modern play styles and, you know, adapting to the game currently? I mean, yeah, it's definitely, you could definitely see for probably the first time mainly at Watford on Saturday, you know, we were playing with a sort of confidence, you know, playing out from the back, something you've seen in English football over the past few years, you know, with Pep Guardiola sort of bringing it in um, to the coach, you know, playing out from centre-back, I think, at Watford, something I saw, I think pretty much every goal kick, we played it straight to our centre-back and, you know, we try and move up the pitch with the ball rather than, you know, under some of the old-style managers, like you said, Nigel Pearson, or I think we saw it yesterday with Everton Man City, you know, uh, Sean Dyche and, you know, Pickford just route one football pumping it long. 
I think that's what we've seen a lot of uh, Bristol City over the past few years. So it's nice to see, you know, us actually playing some attractive football and, you know, it showed over the past few games that it's working and we're scoring more goals and we're better defensively. I think, you know, we've got a young team that uh, like to play football. I think that's finally showing now under Liam Manning. Mm, it's a young team, isn't it? And I suppose sort of your transfer activity has highlighted the success of Bristol City sort of bringing through some of the young players that have had with Alex Scott, a big departy sort of in the summer going to uh, Bournemouth for around £20 million. And some of that money's been reinvested into the players coming in. You've got Jason Knight that's come in, sort of played a lot of minutes for you guys. And you've got some more experienced players as well that have come in, such as uh, Rob Dickey, who's like slotted in um, into the back four. So how would you sort of assess the transfer activity that Bristol City had over the summer? It, looking at it now, it was probably the best summer of transfers we've had in a long while. Obviously, losing Alex Scott early was such a, um, well, sort of knowing we were going to lose Alex Scott early was disappointing and something we were sort of waiting for. And it didn't come until quite late in the window, um, which obviously didn't leave us much time to use any of that, you know, as you said, 20, 25 million budget. But the players we bought in um, probably have done a lot better than we expected when we brought him in. The likes of um, Jason Knight's probably been one of our best players so far this year. Um, started in that centre midfield role incredibly well, replacing Alex Scott. Uh, but the main one probably was one that no one really thought about. There was no real rumours. And that was um, Gardner Hickman from on loan from West Brom. And I think he's arguably, again, been one of our best players so far this year. Uh, I, I expect you'll see it on um, Friday, but he again is just slotted into that midfield role incredibly well. And like I said uh, just a few minutes ago, now we want to be playing that, you know, attractive keep ball possession football, having two midfielders with that much quality who have slotted in so quickly is brilliant. I think that's also helped with, you know, Liam Manning coming in. It's given them all a fresh start and they've been able to slide in so quickly under Liam Manning, like a lot of the players have done. So, Overall, it's been quality, the, the transfer window. Uh, again, Rob Dickey coming in from QPR. Again, probably been one of our best players at centre-back, uh, allowing you know us to play out from the back, keeping the ball, like I said. Um, the one probably we haven't seen much of is Ross McCrory. He got an injury quite early on, but he's back training now, so hopefully we'll see him. I don't think he'll be there on Friday, but hopefully we'll see him in the new year. And hopefully, you know, he can slot in it right back as well. And, you know, we'll hopefully be able to push up and... I know I don't want to get too ahead of myself, but maybe into a playoff spot come you know the new year. Mm, there's like just a big cluster, isn't there? Of teams that are outside the playoffs that are thinking, yeah, if we can sneak into the top six, that'd be fantastic. And um, some of the sort of the players you mentioned there, so Gordon Hickman is actually someone that Birmingham were strongly linked with in the summer, as well as Jason Knight as well with um, Eustace coaching night in the island setup. So yeah. um, those are two players that we nearly got, but uh, you guys got them instead. And by the sounds of it, it's pretty gutting that we didn't get them because they're on form for you guys. Yeah. So, um, here and that's interesting. And um, in terms of sort of looking forward to January, um, is there any sort of positions you feel that Bristol City need to strengthen in the window? I mean, before this sort of good run of results over the past week or two, I think we were mainly looking out for a striker. I think, I can't remember which game it was. I think it might have been um, the Norwich game in early December. The amount of chances we created um, obviously under this new man in football. And there was just no one to, you know, put the ball away in the final third. And I think we, we went out to lost that game against Norwich. And I think uh, we could have been, you know, 2-3-0 up by halftime. And the Huddersfield away as well, 
Um, it finished 1-1, but we could have been 4-0 up after half an hour or something. So I think a striker is what we really wanted. But then, you know, you see over the last two games, we've scored seven goals in 180 minutes of football. So it's a, it's a weird one because part of me is thinking there's no point changing anything at the moment when it is going so well. But obviously, you know, if an injury does come to like a Gardner Hickman or a Jason Knight, then we're going to be stuck. So maybe some backup in midfield possibly like that sort of attack in midfield and maybe um a striker on loan as well i mean we saw how good this guy in hickman loan's been so you know I, I think another loan maybe wouldn't 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 go too badly but there's nothing really looking you know that we really need to need to change heading into january yeah, and I mean, with strikers in the championship, it seems like three quarters of the championship always seem to be in the market for a striker. So it's sort of going to be very yeah. competitive in uh, January to try and sort of get those uh, loan signatures. But um, in terms of sort of like injuries, we sort of alluded to it there a bit, you know, with like uh, the injuries that Bristol City have had and sort of, you know, McCrory being signed and not really playing as much. Um, sometimes with injuries, sort of your shape has to change in the team. I mean, we've seen it a bit at Birmingham with um, our right backs. So say, for instance, uh, Ethan Laird and Cody Drame both out injured at the moment. So we're playing Emmanuel, who's a right back, who isn't a natural right back. So we've had to sort of adapt our play style a little bit. So with Bristol City, has there been sort of any adaptations to the way you've played even so far, like with Liam Manning coming in with sort of injuries that you've had? Um, Not really. I think the only, we obviously we have that, you know, period, where, which every club has when you have a new manager, where they train, you know, get their preferred 11 and preferred formation, see what works best with the players they've got. And with Manning coming in, you know, during the season, you have to do that very quickly. And I think you saw in the first few games, you know, it was definitely, you could see you're trying to trying to sort it out. But I mean, the last three now, I think we've kept the same formation. I think run change in the last three or four as well. So I don't think there, there's going to be much change at all. Um, Really, and you know, luckily we haven't had any major injuries under under Manning just yet. And so, obviously, all the players that were injured when Manning came in, he hasn't been able to see, you know, in in a, in a pro proper game yet. So, because it's early days, I know nothing's really changing at the moment. But obviously, you know, all it takes is, like I said, one injury to one of the the starting eleven, and you know, it, it could turn into a bit of a mess. But you know, touch wood, that won't happen anytime soon. Yeah, and sort of with Liam Manning at the moment, what would you say is like the one thing that I suppose you've seen that's like been an improvement to the previous managers, like the main change that you've seen is like a massive positive? It's definitely a change in football, you know, the more modern day, you know, possession, attacking, attractive football. I think we haven't seen that much under the last few managers, you know, that attractive football that, you know, you really want to go and see, but then under Manning, you know, as soon as I left the ground on, on Boxing Day, I was looking forward to, to tomorrow's game and, you know, going to see the football again. So that's probably the, the main change. And just the whole, you know, sort of awe around, around the club at the moment, you know, it was a bit negative at points under Pearson. And obviously, you know, some fans not being happy with, you know, Pearson leaving and think it was unfair. And then, you know, um, negative sort of comments and stuff towards the board and you know stuff like that but then now so quickly it's changed you know everyone's on the same sort of page everyone's positive and you know looking forward to to the games and the upcoming games and you see i think there was um at christmas there was still maybe a thousand left for tomorrow and you know 
since then we've sold out. So you, you can definitely see that people are more interested in, you know, looking forward to going to watch this football under Man in, you know, you've seen in, in the in the results as well, you know, three wins in three and I think a point off the playoffs and, you know, a couple of weeks back we were looking looking behind our shoulders to see how far away we were from the bottom three. But I think that also has to do with something how close the championship is this season. I'm sure you guys have seen, you know, with you dropping under under Rooney, but how close everything is in the championship season. Everything everything can change after one game. So, you know, yeah, but the the main thing to answer your question would be just how positive everything is at the moment, which you know, mm. can't complain. Yeah, because the whole positive football thing, it's something that Rudy's tried to do, but as you've seen sort of all over social media, I'm sure you've seen, you know, all the memes, whatever, the the coverage we've got from a lot of big publications that are not really praising us. And um, yeah, we've sort of slid down the championship a bit by trying to play this new sort of attractive style of football. And there have been many times this season where it has kind of backfired. So I suppose looking into the game uh, tomorrow, what are you sort of looking at from a Birmingham perspective? perhaps going like, right, we can capitalise on this weakness a little bit. And what do you sort of think of us sort of this season, Wonder Rooney, I guess, because of all the stuff that's been happening with us? Well, it's, we're both sort of in a similar situation, aren't we? You know, we got a new manager in midway through the first half of the season and obviously it's it's gone, you know, the complete opposite. You know, you guys have dropped off. I think you're really good on you. So I think I remember you you came to us, didn't you, early, early on in the season and you absolutely battered us. And um, I was I was really surprised when I saw you got rid of rid of Eustace. And obviously, you know, you seen Rooney come in, and that can go two ways, really, can't it? It could, you know, you've got the name. You could, you know, be on Sky Sports every other week. You got getting money, um, and you know the players want to play for him. But then it seems to have gone the other way. But with us, obviously, you know, it's positive at the moment. But it's a it's a weird one. I think the main worry we've got as City fans is we've got an awful record. St Andrews over the past few years so and like I said to you um, before we started recording this is the first time in a good couple of seasons where the whole fan base has been this positive so you've still got that thought in the back of your mind that you know something's going to go wrong soon and I think you know putting everything together our, our recent results at St Andrews I think the last two seasons we've we've lost 3-0 there so on that front, it's not looking good. But then, obviously, with both teams' current form and you know everything else surrounding the game, we're go- going in positive. So it, it's sort of a weird one to to think heading into into tomorrow. And I'm not really sure what to think. But where we can capitalise on you guys, I think, is going to be you know just trying to play our game. I think if we try and change it to to try and capitalise on you guys, I think we're gonna. We're gonna be we're gonna drop points, but yeah, I, I don't really. Know. It's a weird one. It's a weird one, but I think I'm I'm quietly confident. And then tomorrow, I'll be honest. Mm, we we spoke a little bit there about like the form, and I suppose that's one of the things that Blues fans can, can cling on to. Looking forward to this game because uh, we've beat you four of the last five meetings. Um, Ashton Gate, we've got a phenomenal record, but it's at St Andrews this time, so yeah. I suppose that's a little bit um, of a thing that goes in your favour. But um, yeah, like in terms of sort of the recent fixtures between the two teams, is there anything that sort of stands out to you, like memories that you've had of uh, us two playing against each other? Well, apart from awful record against you, <laughs> there isn't much. I remember um, there was the a forty win last season, so that there, there was that yeah, last season where you guys beat yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, and that was probably the only positive at all from last season, <laughs> if I'm honest. But um, 
but yeah, the the main thing is probably the recent form uh, against against US. Obviously, beat us two 0 early on in the season as well. Like I said, three 0 last two times last year. I remember um, on the way up, I said to to the guys in the car, I was like, "We just need to make sure we don't concede early." And I think we conceded in the first five minutes. So mm. yeah, it's it, I've not got the fondest memories of going to Birmingham. I mean, the first time I went. Um, I think I was mascot, which obviously isn't too bad. I remember we were on walking pitch side and one of your like I think kit man or coaches pointed at the bench and it said, you know, it was it was a youngster and he said this one's gonna go to the very top and it was Jude Bellingham. So Oh wow. That's so that that's 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 not a bad memory from Birmingham, but overall memories isn't isn't too fond of when we've been playing Birmingham. So like I said, it, it's a weird feeling heading into more work because you know. Half my half half of me is you know confident you know four from four, and the other half is still you know pessimistic and going on going on recent recent results against you guys. I probably should should be a bit nervous, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. Because mm, you've got yeah, as you said, sort of half of it being the form against Birmingham in the past, but then you've got the present where you guys are playing so well. So what I suppose what's going to win head or heart uh, score prediction from you then? Um, I'm I'm going to back us to carry on this good form because I think, I mean, we're a point off the playoffs now and I think we've got you guys tomorrow, Millwall on New Year's Day and then I think it's Preston away, I think, on the 13th. And, you know, they're three winnable games or at least three games, you know, we don't want to be losing if we really do want to push up push up the table of the Manning. And I, I said after our win on... Um, who was it against Hull just before Christmas? We had three games there: Watford, Blues, and Mill. I think it, if we got seven to nine points out of them, I said we'd we'd be in the playoffs and you know heading into the new year. So I'd like to see us carry on this form, and I think we will. Uh, I'll go three-one to us. I'll, I'll give you a goal, Ooh. but I I think I think I think <laughs> that's being generous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'd take a if, point honestly against you guys. <laughs> If I come out on um, if I come out of the ground, and we lose tomorrow, I think I'd be really disappointed. So I'll go three one to mm. us. I think it should be a good way. Then hopefully, I think it might be the first time seeing us win there. If we do get all three points, so you know mm. it's going to be a nervous one tomorrow. But I back us to get the win. What do you reckon? Oof, I, I I said I'd take a point. You know, I think one all draw would be all right. I think it's one of the things where yeah. I'm not worried about us going forward. I think going forward, we've got a lot of talent, but it's just the defensive side of things at the moment where we've had players, yeah. you know, like Ruddy, Sanderson, who have performed under John Eustace in the past where things were perhaps kept a bit more simple. But now they're being asked to do quite a bit, you know, in the defence in terms of either playing out from the back or rushing off your goal line, stuff like that, where it's just players making mistakes that I'm just not used to seeing them make. And it's alarm bells yeah. when, you know, you get that situation where you've had players that are on form previously. So, say, for instance, last season, like Ruddy was literally one of our best players, if not the best player. And now this season, he's becoming a bit of a liability. And I don't even know if he's going to play tomorrow. So it's just been completely like flipped on its head. And I just hope that, you know, we can stay away from the bottom three and hopefully we're safe <laughs> round about the March, April time because I've had it so many times with Birmingham. I'm sure you've had it with Bristol City in the yeah. past where oh, you know, yeah. you've had it in run-ins in seasons where you're thinking, you know, which way is it going to go? So I'm hoping that, uh, yeah, we can sort of stay clear of trouble and maybe a uh, point against Bristol City tomorrow would do that some good. <laughs> Well, you know that that that's made me feel a little bit more confident because we've been scoring goals for fun and we looked very good going forward. 
I'm pumped. That's what I'm really worried about. That's a little more confident. I'm thinking if we're going to win, we're going to have to score at least two. Like, there's no way we're keeping a clean sheet. So, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, yeah. I I see. What's your recent form like at St. Andrews? Obviously, you beat Stoke. You know, you lost to Stoke, sorry, on Boxing Day. Yeah, it's not bad because we lost to Cardiff in the Cup, like, round about the start of the season. Then we lost to Hull, uh, Rooney's first home game. And then we lost against Stoke. And I think that's the only games we've lost this this season at home. So it's not actually that bad, but I suppose one of the ones where you've really just got to get the crowd on side and the fans behind you because if they start leaving early like they did against Stoke and the players put in a dismal performance, well, you're not going to get the backing from the fans then because obviously you want there to be a bit of an atmosphere generated. You'd think over the festive period, you know, you'd get more numbers through the gate and it'd be a bit louder. So I'm just hoping that, you know, as you said before we went on, like, you know, not to concede early and just stay in the game for as long as possible and just hope to sort of nick it somehow. Yeah, well, it it, it should be a game of football then. Yes, yes, I'm very much looking forward to it. So uh, thank you so much for your time, Ben. Uh, I know it's a festive period and you've probably got a lot happening sort of in your life and other commitments. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, where can good. we find you sort of like channel-wise and what's coming up for you guys? Yeah, so it's Robin on tour on YouTube and I'll be doing a video to, tomorrow. Hopefully get a few Birmingham fans on for a sort of pre-match interview um, outside the ground tomorrow. And then obviously we've got Millwall on, uh, Millwall on New Year's Day and then West Ham away in the FA Cup. So it's a big few weeks coming for, for the channel and obviously Bristol City as a whole. Hopefully we'll be able to carry on this um this good run of form. And then it's just the handle you can see on screen on um, Instagram and Twitter as well. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for your time, Ben, again. Um, I'm sure we'll have videos coming out sort of, no worries. And uh, I'm sure we'll have videos coming out sort of in the lead up to the new year, uh, a vlog from the game possibly, and perhaps the return of the podcast. So yeah, make sure to uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, keep right on. Thank you so much for your time, Ben. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.